Jumbo, everybody. Jumbo, Jumbo, Karibu, Jumbo, Karibu. Uh, today is a heavy day. Today is a heavy day. And、um, I have finally decided to reflect on the death of Tyree Nichols. As an immigrant, one of the things that excited me about the United States was the idea. That it's a safe place to be. There is no place in the world that doesn't have its own issues. There's no place in the world that doesn't have trials and tribulations. There's no place in the world that doesn't have hate, or one group treating each another group as less than. There's no society where there isn't a power struggle, people juggling for power. As an older sister, I can tell you that there are times where I have also felt like somebody needs to do something because I told them to do it. And because maybe, or not somebody, my, my brothers and sisters need to do something because I told them to do it and not fight, not argue, not nag. With that in mind,、um, I believe that. There is a real power struggle when it comes to, to, to people that we have placed in authority. And finding that balance between keeping law and order, keeping the order of society, and keeping peace in our communities or just Agreeing and following the societal norms that we have placed that help our society function. I think sometimes these people get into their minds that the law ends with them, or it's just human nature, right? Or it's just human nature to revert to the place where. You feel like you're being disrespected if somebody doesn't do what you ask them to do, or somebody in a, a, a lower state than you, or somebody you consider to be a subordinate to you, or a little brother or a little sister doesn't do what you are asking them to do, and you're in a place of power, and you think you have to show that power. For them to obey you, for them to respect you. It is a very dicey thing, power. Power is a very dicey thing. And、um, figuring out how to handle power requires more than a badge. Requires more than that position. It requires a very deliberate effort from the, from the leader to find different approaches to problems. I do not come today with、um, any great experience on the issue facing Black men in America today. I just come with a heavy heart. I come with a heavy heart and I 
come with a prayer for my brothers, my nephews, my cousins, and all black people. You know, I I just come with a prayer because um, this is not a white black thing. This is in my half a history that is grounded in race, but. Once you start seeing black men engaging in the murder of another black man, um, I guess I am one of the people in the school of thought that black people in general, we appear to treat each other worst than we treat anyone outside of our people group. Um, when you look at how we treat each other and you look at how other societies support and treat each other, we always seem to be the group that do not support and treat each other the way we treat others or the groups. Um, these are just the feelings and the thoughts that I have been having. I am not a psychologist, so I am not here to offer anybody an expert opinion on the psychology of the different people groups and why it appears that the Black person is always being trumped upon or being trampled upon. It appears as if the black person who is quick to hurt one of their own and protect the other group. Or even in a household, we are quick to support somebody that is outside our family than somebody that is within our family. We will pick a bone with people in our homes and support to death somebody outside of our homes. These are just observations and these are some of the things that I have been thinking about. But have not been able to just find answers or find solutions. Maybe there are no solutions in this lifetime, which is why I said I come with a prayer. I come with a prayer for my black brothers and sisters, for my uh, nephews. I come with a prayer for my brothers and my cousins. And I come with a prayer for all black people today. I pray that may the perils that line our paths always be the ones we can overcome. May the mindset that perpetuate a feeling of inferiority 
based on past circumstances. May those always, always, always be a reminder that that's not who we are. Whenever we get that feeling, we should know that's not who we are. That is a reminder that we are greater than what society perceives of us. We are greater than what sometimes we think we are. We are greater than the treatment that we receive, not only from people that do not look like us, but from people that look like us. I pray for my nephews and I pray for my brothers and I pray for the black person and the black man in particular. And I say, you are worth more than society attributes to you. You are more valuable than the way you are viewed and treated. You are far more important than sometimes you think you are. So never, never let any of these dynamics in our society tear you down. Not the subtleties that people would perform around you that are laced with biases, laced with indignant, laced with ignorance, laced with hate. None of that can stop you from being all that you are as a black man, as a black woman, as a black person, as a black son. The stories that have been told to put you down May those stories be the stories that help you to overcome. May those stories be the same stories that you break free from to grasp the truth and the true value of who you are. May those perceptions that people have of you be the red marks that say, Avoid, avoid, avoid. Create a new path and channel new energy within you and create something that differs from what popular culture says about you. You are not who they say you are. You are who you believe you are. And if you believe that you're less than, you believe that you're hated, you believe that you're nothing, you believe that you cannot excel because you do not have the same privileges, then write those beliefs down and start acting the opposite of those beliefs. Start doing things that are completely contrary to the negative belief systems that have been placed in society about you or that has been placed within you for generations or move from one generation to, a, to, to another generation. 
move from one ancestor to another ancestor. This mindset of inferiority, this mindset of less than, this mindset of I can do to you and nobody will stand up and do anything to me. I do not have answers for that, but I do know that black people, you are better than what society keeps pushing as a narrative about you. To my nephew, I would say, you are better. You are better than what society says you are. Whether somebody takes one look at you and forms a negative opinion or not, that's their problem. Your responsibility is to be all that you were created to be. Your responsibility is to be all that life can offer you without trampling on another person. Whether somebody is bad or good towards you, you still have full responsibility to be good to yourself. So be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. When they push negative, push positive about you. When they push hate, push love about you. When they push ignorance, push intelligence about you. You are far more valuable than the price society is placing upon you, the price current culture is placing upon you. The definitions that are being placed upon you, you are not defined by media. You are not defined by politics. You are not defined by what people say you are or who people say you are or the opinions that people have about you. You are defined by who you say you are, by the story you tell yourself. I can see Tyrese Nichols sitting in front of the car, asserting himself. That's all I could watch of that video. That's all I could watch. I, I wasn't about to get to the place I got when George Floyd died. I just couldn't get there. I just couldn't get there again. So I made sure that I watched as little about this video as I could. But I could picture him asserting himself and paying a price for asserting himself. I know some will say he was resisting arrest because that's the excuse that is always given. But every time a black person asserts themselves, the labors come tumbling. Oh, don't raise your voice. Oh, calm down. Oh, there's no need to be emotional. Yes, we get all the labels. We get all the labels. And I myself have gone to a place where I feel, I feel depressed sometimes when I think about just the forces that keep pushing against a black person as they try 
to be the kind of person that as they try to just be value members of society, it's overwhelming. It's frustrating. It's it makes you not be able to breathe because between your brain and your heart, it's hard to align things. It's just hard to align things. It makes you just want to roll back into bed and not get out. It's hard to say we will overcome, right? It's hard to say we will overcome because... The war against the back skin has not been happening for the last hundred years. It's been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years. So I can't sit here and say we will overcome. I can only sit here and grieve with those who grieve. I can only sit here and... Um, be here for the person that is struggling to navigate this. For the person that is just dealing with their emotions and not trying to be smart about what's going on or create intellectual uh, 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 response to what is happening and continues to happen. I will let the legislatures call for policies that could make a difference. I would let them do that. But today, I just want to sit with my Black brothers and sisters. I just want to sit with my Black nieces, nephews, cousins, uncles. I just want to sit with you. I just want to sit with you and mourn with you. and say with you that I do not understand it either. And say with you that this is an injustice, not just from outside, but from within. It hurts the most when it comes from within. It hurts the most when you're struggling against, I'm feeling like you're struggling against the world, but within you have your own hurting you. It really does hurt the most. So again, I pray. I pray that even though it seems so cliche to say we will overcome, I do pray that in your own life you will overcome. I do pray that in your own life, you will find 
strategies that will not lead to your death. I do pray that in your own life, you will be able to rise above the negativity. You'll be able to rise above the hate. You'll be able to rise above the biases against you. You'll be able to rise above the pain that society creates for you because of your skin color. You'll be able to rise above the negative mindsets that are, grand, are, are planted within even yourself because of the things you see in society. I pray you'll be able to rise above when people treat you like you're less than. I pray you'll be able to rise above when they are so much bad perceptions being pushed against you or when you are judged for just being who you are. I pray you will rise above. Not only outwardly, but internally you will rise above. May this not destroy you. May this not destroy you from within. Even when black bodies are being destroyed, even by our own people, I pray that you will never, never feel less than. I pray you will never, ever, ever, ever accept the identity that all of these injustices are trying to create for you. I pray that you will never, never, never let all of this define you. That you will always look for the light. You will always look for the light. You always look for the good from within. You always take a step back and heal from within. All the wounds are not always physical. The wounds are sometimes eternal, internal. The wounds are sometimes internal. And I pray that the internal wounds will heal. You will give yourself permission to heal every night that you come home from outside. Even if the heat is coming from your own household, you will take the time and give yourself space to heal every day, every week, every month. Give yourself room to heal these internal wounds that are created by the ills that you face as a black person in society. I know that's what I do. I know that's what I do. I step away and I heal. I sit in the pain and I know those wounds 
and I treat those wounds, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through just meditating and going out of the house and taking a walk, whether it's finding people that speak truth and speak positive into my life. I heal. When I deal with the world or I deal with negativity, I always, always take time to heal the internal wounds, to heal the mental wounds. The physical wounds will heal, but the mental wounds, the internal wounds, the things that forms us and creates our identity or makes us survive or makes us keep going as usually internal. And I encourage you today to just heal. Give yourself room and space to heal. Don't let anyone take that away from you. And for the younger ones that do not understand what I'm saying right now, when you get to that point, remember to heal. Remember to heal. There's so much noise out there. Everybody giving their opinion about what's happening. Why blacks? Are, why there's black on, on black crime? Why Africans and Africans Americans don't get along? Why this group doesn't get along with a group? This group. Why black people and white people, Asian people, Hispanic people? All of that are issues we're dealing with and sometimes they create wounds within us which we all have to heal from it's not about not just about the physical killing of a black man it's about the wounds that all of this are creating within our young men within us as black people is the wounds that are created within when an African-American and an African gets into conflict. It is the wounds that are created within when a black person and a black person gets into conflict. It is the wounds that are created within that keeps putting us down. And to put this in a broader context, it's the wound that we create as human beings towards each other. It is the internal wounds that ends up as physical wounds. Let's think about it and give ourselves permission to heal before the wounds in our that we get every day from society, from each other, continue to create a mindset within us that make us feel inferior that make us feel like we're less than that make us feel like we need to kill our own on the street or kill another human peace everybody peace may we continue to heal the wounds from our ancestors, the wounds 
from society, the wounds from our own families, the wounds, the internal wounds. May we have hope, if not in society, in ourselves to be better, to overcome, determined to overcome, determined not to roll in the mud with those who want to roll in the mud. Determined to change the perceptions that society have of us. Determined to be better, to be better, and to be kind to our own and to all. To be kind to our own and to all. To treat people the way we will want them to treat us. Let's determine to be kind. And if we don't receive kindness from others, let's determine to be kind to ourselves and not return in kind, even though sometimes it feels like that's what people deserve. Much love, my people. Much love. Amen. So besides talking about prayer, I want to talk about self-love. All the things that I've touched upon comes around and centers again, and centers around self-love. We are the only ones that can love ourselves. It doesn't matter the color of our skin. And it doesn't matter how negative the perception is about us. What truly, truly matters is self-love. How much do you love yourself? I'm not talking about selfishness or being a selfish person where everything is about you and nobody else matters and you have to do everything to please yourself and nobody else's feelings matter, nobody else's desires matter. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about that kind of love that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you can say, I appreciate me for one, two, three, four, right? You list a list of things that you appreciate about yourself. When you look within, do you see light? Do you see love? If not, then cultivate love when you look within. Cultivate light when you look within. It's so easy to be defined by what people think you are or by what people want you to be or by what your ancestors were. It is so easy to be defined by that and think that you are less than because of it. No. 
What is your prescription for self-love? What makes you feel valuable? What makes you feel tall? What makes you feel like you are the best thing or you are the best version of yourself? What makes you feel like you're the best version of yourself? Is it how people treat you? Is it how your family treated you? Is it treated or, or treated or treat you? Is it how your family treats you? Is it how your family had treated you? What makes you feel that you are valuable? Today, I want you to just dig deep. Is it when you do your hair? Is it when you wear something nice? We all know that the physical is not always what makes us feel valuable, right? Because there are millionaires that are still going to therapy and, and being on, on, on substance abuse or having substance abuse issues. So self-worth has to come from within. One reason why I think that the black, our Black ancestors that survived all kinds of atrocities, it wasn't necessary because they just had hope. Mm -mm. They had hope, but they knew their self-worth. They knew their value. You could be trading them on the slave post, but within them, they knew that they were valuable. That's why they could keep pushing ahead. That's why they could keep fighting. That's why they could keep, they could survive under the worst of the worst circumstances. They survived. They survived because they, they went deeper than what every, the, the perception was. They went beyond what was happening in their environment to what is happening within, what is happening within. The value that you place on yourself from within is far more important than the value that people place on you. If your value is in your job, then your boss can manipulate you. If your value is what your parents think of you, then your parents can manipulate you. If your value is being accepted by society, then society is going to manipulate you. Your value is from within. I, I have flaws. I have all kinds of flaws. But I have determined my value, not my value to society, but my value to myself. What is it that I appreciate about me? What is it that I value about me? When people start saying, oh, you're too short, or you're too this, or you're too that, or you're too that, all the labels that people start putting, where do you go back to find your value? Some will find their value in Christ because they are Christians. Some will find their value in Allah because they are Muslims. Some will find their value in just doing good or being a good person. Have you found your value? 
the value that transcends the evil that society, the, the evils that happen in society? Have you found your value, the value that transcends what everybody says about you or what society says about you, what is happening outside of you? Have you found the value that lives within? The value that makes you smile. The value that makes you still get up and go to a job where people look down on you, to a job where you're a minority, to a job where you are not valued or appreciated. Have you found a value within you that make people who try to tear you down and make you feel like you're less than wonder, why is she so different? Find your value within. Find your value within. Love yourself enough to sit down and make a list of things that you appreciate about yourself. Make a list of things that you value about yourself. Make a list of things about who you think you are. And if there is any negativity in those things, you start to work to improve that so that you can reflect who you think you are in your actions, in your deeds, in your thoughts, in the, in the way you, you talk. It's a continuous process. It's not something you will do one time and you'll be like, oh, now have self-love forever. It's a work that you're going to have to do constantly. Take stock of your life. Be a manager of your own life. Love yourself enough to do that for yourself. That way, you don't depend on anybody loving you. You don't depend on anybody appreciating you. You don't depend on anybody putting value on you. Because you already put the value on yourself. You value yourself. If you value yourself less, society is going to value you less. Even when society values yourself, you less, value yourself more. I'm not saying, again, be selfish. I'm saying, please, I value eternally, and that is mentally and emotionally. Do the internal work to be the person that you envision yourself being. Rise above your circumstances. Rise above that negative perception of you that you have about yourself and that society have about you. Rise above that. Yes, it's there. Be aware of it, but rise above it. Rise above it. Do what it takes to rise above it. Black men, you're valuable. Black people, you are valuable. I know a lot of black people have full confidence. They know their value. They love themselves. They, they, have, they have no apology for who they are. But there are also people that struggle every day. Because when you see 
black person being killed on the street or you hear somebody else marginalizing you because of your race, trust me, it gets to anybody. It gets to everybody that is of your skin color. I don't know who it won't touch. Like, if it doesn't touch you, I want to know your secret so that we can bottle it and share it with the rest of, 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 our, of our people. Let's share it with the diaspora if you have the secret, okay? But if you are like me, where you get in the funk whenever you hear a black person is killed or a black woman is killed or a black man is killed, when you get in a funk when you see injustice, you get in a funk when you see people treating people poorly because of the color of their skin or their background, then just keep working on the self-love. Keep working on the self-love. Keep placing that value. Keep doing those things that reminds you of your value despite all the eternal, external factors. Focus, give yourself time to work on the internal factors that make you who you are. That way you can better overcome the external factors that keep trying so hard to tear you down. So self-love, self-love, self-love. Not selfishness, self-love. I have always found this curious and I think it's a very intriguing take that Martin Luther King took on race and one race feeling like they're better than another. In the case of Tyree Nichols is a power struggle. People in power feeling like they have the right to trample upon those that do not have power. What is the police to the black skin? Um, I really love this quote from Martin Luther King from September 1960. And God is not interested merely in the freedom of black men and brown men and yellow men. God is interested in the freedom of the whole human race and the creation of a society where all men will live together as brothers and all men will respect the dignity and the worth of all human personality. The dignity and the worth of all human personality. Asante Asana, everybody. <laughs>